Welcome back to another roundtable. My name is Adam. With me once again, I have Hello. Rusman, Victor. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. We're going to talk about three things that you need to do when you make a big investment mistake. Yep. Yeah. So right now, I think markets are down. Some people may feel that they've made a mistake, yep. yeah. and some people may feel they haven't. All right, and I think this part of you know this part of the conversation that we're going to have is how do you know when it's a mistake, and and if you have made a mistake, what do you do? All right, yep, so we're going to yep. discuss all these things and the three steps that you need to kind of like do yep, when okay. you make a mistake. All right, yep. so I so I think the first thing is to you must admit your mistake, right? Okay, so that's the <laughs> basically the first thing. But then how do you admit? How do you depend that is uh is it mid what kind of uh, share price fallen is it a mistake or is it the fundamentals right so at the end of the day is when we say mistake right is when the fundamental deteriorate from the first day you buy into the company not right. the share price that fallen so it, you're defining what a mistake is yes right correct okay. right so but then at the end of the day it's easier said than done right mm-hmm. it's not easy to uh, admit a mistake but then sometimes as an investor we have to admit the mistake I, I think to date I'm still learning mm-hmm. uh, about this right and some, some, sometimes I, I still do make the same mistake but then I, I try to you know be more conscious about this this thing right because a lot of times a lot of people they they don't want to sell the company because they when you sell the company you are accepting your mistake and you're also accepting the losses right mm-hmm. but at the end of the day we must think in terms of opportunity cost right so for instance let's say the company you 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 invest let's say example ten thousand and you make a fifty percent losses so you make a, a five thousand loss mm-hmm. right and and if if you didn't if you let's say example you continue whole right the next ten years the company may go down further and it may not recover back to your $10,000, right? So because the fundamental is already deteriorated. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, my take is you can lose some money, but you cannot lose time. Mm. Because if I were to uh, realize my mistake, get the $5,000 and for the next 10 years, I invest in a good company and the next 10 years, the $5,000 grow, I can earn back my money, right? So you cannot lose time because you cannot buy back time. Yeah, yeah. that's it. But your money lose, right? Can At the moment, you can be down right but you have time you can gain it back mm-hmm. right so that's the most uh important thing i think Rusmi have an example on on yeah. on this opportunity i mean cost i thing. have a lot of example of my <laughs> own mistakes okay which one to begin with yeah okay, i don't know right but the biggest one i think uh we all will remember right it's yeah. usually very painful and typically i when i talk to people who have lost money in certain investment they were like I uh, will just leave it there, you know, maybe mm. one day you rebound. Or sometimes in the case where the amount has become too small, for it doesn't make sense for them to cash out anymore. Right? Okay. So that's usually people don't admit that it is a mistake or rather they already write it off, yeah. right, off okay. their mind. Okay. So people don't really like say, oh, I, I made a mistake right? and then just set it off. Right? But most, it's usually it'll be a bit too late sometime, right? Mm-hmm. But there are cases where you can still catch it before it get worse, right? Mm. So um, I think, Personally, I have uh, invested in a shipping company, I think back in 2012, 2013, right? So, and back then, I think the thesis for shipping was basically a turnaround story, yep. right? And the dropout index, basically the freight rate, right? Index has already dropped 90% at the time due to oversupply situation. So, you know, if, it, if the index already dropped 90%, how far? worse can it get right yeah. so i pick when to do use my fundamental analysis skill and look for all the best shipping companies in the world and then we concluded that okay this company malaysia bulk carrier is able to withstand that crisis and then and then we put the money in there and then fast forward five years later that position down by half yeah. <laughs> <laughs> despite all the efforts that we researched understand the whole industry right and then as i look back actually the industry is not 
easy yep. to understand, right? And there are a lot of moving parts, you know, and you and one is of course uh, we thought that it's a break even price rate, the the freight rate that they're charging. But then with oil prices drop, the break even price is even lower <laughs> for okay. those people who just enter the market. So that is actually constantly moving and of course supply side, uh, there are a lot of people with money can just come in. Uh, everyone was expecting a turnaround to happen, but then you have more supply which you get worse. Right? So yep. that actually teach me a lesson that you know commodity industry is very difficult to be in. So I just out and then write it off and yeah, and move on. Right? Because if I were to hold it until today, that position is not going anywhere. And in fact, it gets worse okay. as time. So well, it's, it's already been almost 10 years. Yeah. Right. I mean, if you held it until now, yeah, you've been holding it until now, right? Compounded the mistake some more. Yes, yeah, I right? lost the time and I lost yeah. more money along yeah. the way. Okay, and this is what happened exactly to um, look uh, uh, someone that close to me. Okay, um, she invested in this company called Digiland, right? Listed in Singapore back I think in two thousand seven, based on stock tips. Okay, which is what a lot of investors did back then. They usually listen to stock tips. From, You're still listening to. Yeah. Us, <laughs> <laughs> we weren't we weren't there at that time, right? Yeah, Otherwise, I mean, they I mean of course, do your own due diligence. No stock tips on this channel. Uh, yeah, so she invested yeah. about twenty thousand dollars, and uh, based on stock tips, and then she held on to today, mm-hmm. right? But when I back then, when I went to look at the fundamentals, as I went back to the annual report at that period, she like shit. There's no fundamental, right? And mm-hmm. but she because she doesn't know how to do all this kind of analysis, she just hold on to it, and it, the value already dropped like ninety eight percent. So. Yep. Uh, so she just leave it there, right? Because oh yeah, it's a mistake. Okay. Right? But then there's nothing that she can do. She should have do it earlier, right? But then it's been like almost 15 years more. I think that's yeah. the thing that if you don't accept that you make made a mistake, yeah, you 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 just kind of like Hold it gets worse, yeah. you know. Because yeah. I mean, I think sometimes yeah, I get the point where it's down ninety eight percent. There's really no point. Yeah. Sometimes like I guess maybe crypto is an example right now, right? Yeah. You know, you just like, it's like you just it's gone to nothing. I might as well leave it there and maybe one day, one day, hopefully, one day. you know, one day, one day. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know, but it, yeah. but it's just like a lottery ticket in yeah. a yes. sense. All right. But the thing is, uh, sometimes you you can catch it before that yes. that point. Yeah. And but that requires you to acknowledge that yes, I've made a mistake, mm. and then I get out. But some people have gone down like maybe twenty, thirty percent, and they go like, ah, it's fine, and they like ignore yeah. it. Goes to fifty percent, it's fine, <laughs> and sixty, so I'm not, I'm not, so, I don't even know it's there. Yeah. And it goes to scale. <laughs> yeah. So again, back to the bigger point, right? Mistake is not always like oh, you buy in the stock and then the share price drop by thirty percent. Oh, that's a mistake. No, okay. that's just a volatility. Yeah, right? Don't like Victor yeah. is fundamental. Yeah. 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 Don't confuse volatility with risk. Right? Risk yeah. is the permanent loss of capital. Right? So the only way to judge permanent loss of capital is look at the fundamental of the company and you know if the share price dropped 20% look at the financial result hey look they are not doing as bad as what people think and mm-hmm. just because of the sentiment has changed there's a lot of politics involved like what happened with the Chinese tech right then of course you don't get confused that is actually a mistake Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that is something they need to review. But then, if you review it and then you realize that fundamental has deteriorated, like in the case, let's say for example, advertising, right? So if, let's say if you invest in a traditional newspaper, uh, SPH for example, right? And you know that Facebook, you know, it will, or rather whether Google back then is taking away a lot of uh, you know, digital advertising uh, market, and that actually disrupted the way how information is being disseminated. That. You know, it's not a overnight fall for SPH. It's like slow and steady. You can still realize it along the way, even if you are late two, three years later, you probably yep. yeah. have more losses. But if you cash cash out only like five years or ten years later, you have more losses. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. So yeah. sometimes it's not it's not a, a cliff. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, I it's like a this slow death sometimes. Yes, yeah. So 
and I like this saying by Warren Buffett, right? You don't have to make back the way you lost it, right? Mm-hmm. If you lose money in that stock, you don't have to hang on to that and then keep hoping that one day you come back, okay? okay? In fact, you can just cut the losses, whether how many percent, 50, 70%, you take the money and then invest in better quality yeah. stock, mm-hmm. right? That you know, yeah. passes your own criteria and you hold on to them, you may eventually get back the money that you Yeah, want. because yeah. you, you Yes, you lose money, you go back the fund, but there's a chance that you can come back because of the time to let you compound. Yeah. Yes. But once you lose the time, it's very hard to come we, back. We right? only have this amount of time. Yeah, correct. Yeah. 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 All of our life are limited, right? Yeah. Yes. All right. So I think the first step in this process, I think is actually the hardest, yep. yes. which is you have to accept yeah. that I, I made a mistake. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's really a mental blockage. Man. And it, yeah. it, mistakes are going to happen. Yep. Is it, it, no it, one's got 100% yeah. investing. Yeah. It, it, mistakes are inevit- inevitable. Right? Yep. Yes. So, um, yeah, so that's the first step, you know. Yep. Um, so once you've accepted and acknowledged that you made a mistake, what's the next step? I think the the next step is to really reverse engineer the mistake, right? So you look look back at the company. Why do you, why do you lose money yeah. over here, right? You lose money because of sentiment, or you lose money because of fundamentals, mm-hmm. right? So at the end of the day, we have to uh, learn from the mistake that we make and do our best not to repeat the same mistake, right? Okay. So yeah. that, that's the most important thing. So right? just to give example on this, is like, you know, if you have invested in Chinese tech like us, right? So uh, second half of last year, uh, you probably caught, caught in the perfect storm, right? Regulatory, you know, intensify, and then there's a lot of uh, politics politics being involved between China and the US uh, and a lot of stocks have fallen by uh, the big Chinese tech have fallen by more than 50% okay um, you know, since late of uh, last year to now okay so and yeah so whether is that a mistake it's still yet to be known because uh, Chinese economy has a major slowdown because of zero COVID policy so there is a challenge when it comes to analogies of mistake as well okay there's a very fine line between having a conviction and being stubborn (laughs) (laughs) so this fine line is i think what every investor will go through as even for us and what usually the case is that you know for our case it's very clear we have very strong conviction in chinese tech right but that could turns up to become a mistake two years five years down the road if let's say china's economy continue to be weak or you know ccp is really um destroying the business destroying the business and they are closing down the country uh, and you know it's going back to the olden days right so that is eventually may turn out as a mistake mm-hmm. yeah so the key thing here is of course for now when we look at the fundamental of Chinese tech, they are still doing okay they are they are slowing down they have uh, slightly uh, making lesser profit as versus uh, before okay but the price uh, you know price drop is way too much uh, too right. much of sentiments are being involved here yep. all right yeah so I mean I want to say Chinese tech is still I wouldn't say it's a mistake. You yes, have a different yes, point of view. Yeah. Yeah. But I want to I want to I want to home in on a mistake that you know that it was a mistake. So like you said shipping. Clear yep. case is clear yeah. case is yeah, a yeah, mistake. Right, so right, how right. did you re- re- reverse engineer or how do you know what went wrong? How did you find out? Yeah. So yep. basically I, I I looked at it and then I went back and then as I followed the industry and then there are actually more things being unfolded and more things that I'm not aware like in the case of uh, oil prices and then supply where everybody is also looking at the same thing yeah. and they pump in more money. The private funds, uh, they're actually bringing more supply in because yeah. it, uh, everyone is expecting that there's going to be a rebound, okay? okay yeah. But that actually makes it worse, yeah. okay? And the thing about the commodity that I learned is that there's no differentiation point. Yeah. Everyone okay. fight by prices. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think their, their mistake, uh, which I also make the same mistake as Rusty, yeah. I think the one thing that you can learn is that Again, back to supply demand because what what at the point of time what we're seeing is we are looking at demand. We say that okay, now is the lowest. Later, just a bit of demand, the the share price will go up, okay. right? But at the end of the day, it's not about the demand because demand is very hard to predict, predict right? Yeah. But supply is easy to assess, right? Mm-hmm. Because from the supply, you know that as long as the supply shrink, 
there were a bit of demand will push up the, mm. the 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 business already. Okay, but at the point of time, instead of the supplies being cut, right, uh, the supply continue increase because every like Rusmi said, everybody thinks that okay, it's the lowest. I going go. So that actually uh make the problem to become more serious and which is in in return drag down the whole industry further. Yeah. Right. So okay. that's the case. Don't look at demand but focus on supply. Yeah. Right? So basically you have to follow the companies that invested and the key trend, the business trend in the in the in the in the business itself. And if it's changing structurally, obviously you want to switch out, right? Again, come back to the advertising business, right? Traditional ads has been disrupted, mm-hmm. right? And by the digital uh, ads and of course if you see that trend changing is it's very fast but i mean on the overall whole market it's actually very slow right and over the last 10 20 years you have spotted it if you follow the trends and you know what's going on but of course if you're not following reading news and all that you might just don't know what's going on and then you realize hey look all the position is down mm-hmm. you don't know what's going on right so you need to keep uh updated with the company at least once a year Okay. Yep. Yeah. And you kind of need to know where you went wrong, Correct. Right? You how went you went wrong. Yeah. Yes. So then you cannot get you get takeaways from it. Yeah. So you don't want to repeat it again. Yes. So yeah. every time you when you you get takeaway from all these mistakes, you realize then you start to improve your process, right? Mm-hmm. I think one way to improve your process, which is the third point, yeah. is to actually have a habit, right? Okay. To write down uh the reason why you buy into the company, mm-hmm. right? The moment the thesis change, right? Then you know that okay, I need to sell this company regardless of what happened? Yeah. Share price down fifty percent, sixty percent, seventy percent. Sell this company, okay? And and the thesis is one part. The next part is also you must, based on your understanding of the business, right? List down the series of risks that may happen to this business that you will sell. Okay. So so you in so advance those, those are your deal breakers. Yes, correct. So so because a lot of people they just buy, and when that thing happen, they assess. They say, okay, just just see what happened. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But if you write written it beforehand and say mm. that okay, I, I when this happened, I just sell. Okay, yeah. so then then you will be very decisive on doing the. So you're not like thing. moving goalposts. Yeah, right? yeah. it's like this are my this is my red line. Yeah, if it crosses that, yes, I'm selling. I'm just yes. moving to the next opportunity. Yes, because there's so many stocks in the world. Yes, correct. Right. So let's go back to the um, the China tech case again. So when we bought the China tech, we are because what a lot of people think is that the government is going to regulate the whole industry and they're going to probably destroy the business. Mm-hmm. But our take is that the Chinese government. Based on the past track record, we see how they regulate industry. They didn't really destroy. They only yes, they do destroy business, but depends on the business how harmful it is to the society. citizen, okay. uh, the society, and all okay. this, right? So, but our bet to this is that the government won't destroy Alibaba, yeah. won't destroy Tencent. Okay, but in the event where two or three years down the road, we realize that the Chinese government is really destroying their business, mm. which will affect the senti- which which in return like the sentiment won't flip back mm-hmm. then we will sell we will realize that mistake so right, that is yeah. the, the the thesis before yeah. it happens and but we set the rules over there ah, got right. it, got so it. the moment it, it happens regardless we have to sell okay right yeah so you're not you're not hung up about making sure that this is right yes yeah. you're not yeah. you're not there you just you just have a set of rules yes. for engagement yeah yeah this is what i think is my case yeah, yeah. and this is where my case goes wrong yeah i'm out yeah. yeah, that's just it. Yeah, <laughs> but but at the end of the day, as much as we make a mistake, but we also must know that sometimes investing there's an element of luck, right? Yep, yep. So I think there's this book called Thinking in Bets, right? But uh, there's this book on yeah. Amazon that's called Thinking in Bets. I think they they actually mentioned that your the the process right and the outcome is not the same, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes the process of you analyzing the company is correct, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, the outcome can differ from your process is because there's an element of luck that destroy. Uh, the business, right? So, so back to the the shipping case again. If at that point of time, there's no 
private equity pumping more money in, the supply going to reduce, the whole industry going to turn. But yeah. at that point of time, that was not the case. And that is something that is very luck and we got no control over it, right? Okay. Yeah. Right. So so that actually hurts the outcome. Yeah. Right. So, right. so it does not mean that your yeah. process is wrong, but yeah. your process may be, may be right, you know? Got it. Right? So, so you must be very clear on that. That yeah. processing. Yeah. So as investor, I'd rather being lucky than being skillful. <laughs> <laughs> I think Napoleon has a very famous quote. Yeah. I'd rather have a lucky general yes. than a good general. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Something yeah. like that. I remember yeah. Yeah. Like that. But of course, the thing is, we can't choose. You, right. can, you can't control luck. Yeah. Yeah. luck, right? So the only way you can improve your luck, of course, through strengthening your process. Yes. Yeah. Keep right. fine tuning. So it, you right? increase yeah. your probability yeah. of success. Yes. Right. Yeah. 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 So those are the three steps that basically. I think it applies to anything. Yes, correct. I yes. think maybe not just investing like in general. Yeah. Uh, you got to accept that you've made a mistake and then reverse engineer that mistake, find out where you went wrong, how you went wrong. Mm. And then of course, step three is to improve the process because yep, you don't yeah. want to repeat it. That's basically it. Yep, yeah. correct. Yeah, and we've shared some of our mistakes as well. We, you know, it's not like um, we always get it right. You yep, know, yeah. we want to get it right more than wrong. And of yep. course, when you get it right, you're going to win a lot more and yes, I mean, yeah. let the winners run basically. Correct. Yeah. So I hope this is really helpful for you because mistakes are inevitable. Uh, they're going to happen anytime. I mean, not anytime, and they will happen. They will happen. They I will guarantee happen. you. Yeah, they <laughs> will happen. And it's how you respond to them that's more important rather than yes. whether or not you make them. Yeah. Yep. Yes. All right. So if you're in the middle of this bear market and you're wondering whether you made a mistake, you go look back you know, in your portfolio. Do they still stick to the fundamentals? Yeah. What is your thesis? Is it really a mistake or is it just, you know, like you said, yep. volatility? Yeah. Find out for yourself, do your diligence, uh, and then, of course, go through your process and decide for yourself. Yep. All right. So I hope this is really helpful uh, roundtable for you guys. Uh, I mean, it's good for us as well to yes, talk about yeah. mistakes I mean, yep. once in a while. Uh, and then I think that's a pretty good wrap up. Yep. yep. All right. So my name is Adam. That's Rusman. Thank Victor. you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Any questions or you want to chat, just put them in the com uh, comment section. Of course, if you like this roundtable, uh, you know, hit the like button and of course, subscribe to our channel. Many rounds, more roundtables coming up and we'll see you around again.